unexplained, the inexplicable, the hard to convey. Since the dawn of time, men have wondered, do mysteries really exist? According to the machine, he's telling the truth. Except for the part about the monster party. The mummy is drunk and he loves the fuck. Hello to all of you wonderful angels, and thank you for listening to episode number 23 of Dharma Junkie. I'm kind of in a hurry to get this episode out because I am getting out of Pensacola for a couple days. I've got to leave. I've got to go to the woods. I've got to regroup and get my head together because I am, I've am i been having some weird anger issues lately, and I'm trying to get that in check, and I'm not quite sure what that's stemming from. I've got some ideas, but I'm, I'm not really certain about any one thing in particular yet. But, uh... Weird question. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Well, my guest Gary Cochialillo does, and he's the host of the Everything Imaginable podcast. It's pretty interesting. You should definitely check it out. He talks about all kinds of stuff. It's kind of like this podcast, but a little more off the wall. Anyway, he's a super fun guy to talk to and I had an awesome conversation. Uh, a liner note to the episode. In this episode, I actually said that the KKK was founded in Indiana, and that's not correct. It was actually founded in Pulaski, Tennessee, in uh not in indiana so uh, i was wrong i i had heard that and i was wrong so forgive me for all you kkk buffs out there i hope there aren't any of you listening to my show because if there is uh please don't uh, tell your friends that aren't in the kkk to listen to it because they're the ones we want listening anyway uh without further ado here's gary you might catch yourself sliding in and out of the catch yourself day. sliding in and out of all the hallucinatories. Do, do, just relax and enjoy it. This is an experiment in mind formation. In formation. In formation. Forming, forming, controlling, controlling, operating your, operating mind, your mind and your brain. Using digital, using digital techniques to overload, to overload scramble, scramble, confuse, confuse, unfocus, unfocus mind, your mind. The natural state of the brain is chaos. Chaos, chaos is beautiful. Is beautiful. Gary, what's happening, brother? Not much, man. You can't complain. Just getting ready for this uh, hurricane again. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm really excited for it. I love these right. things, man. <laughs> you, you're, the, the last one was your first one, right, Sally? That was my first one here, yes. Okay, all yeah. right. In New Jersey, we had Sandy. Okay. And Irene. Irene was pretty bad, too. Was it? Yeah. What did it make landfall as? Do you remember? I, you know, I don't even think La Irene made landfall as a hurricane. It made landfall as a tropical storm. Um, oh. But it definitely took down a lot of telephone poles and wiped out people's power. And right. then Sandy was only a, um, it was a two, but it was just a lot like Sally. It came over and it just sat there for like 36 to 48 hours. Right. It just tore everything up. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what Hurricane Ivan did when it hit here 16 years ago. So, same thing. So it was kind of weird because you know Hurricane Sally and Hurricane Ivan both hit on the exact same day, 16 years apart. I didn't know that. And man. did the and did the exact same thing. <laughs> so it's a curse. 
basically that that's what we're looking at here is cursed cursed land the gulf of mexico curse which i mean you should probably be into that right you're into like crypto stuff oh, yeah. cryptozoology and the occult and so oh yeah yeah actually i have somebody coming on my show next week ms ida uh she's like a voodoo queen from new orleans and okay. she wrote a book on how to lift curses hexes and spells probably a handy book to have if you live in new orleans absolutely and i'm going to try to lift the curse of this hurricane issue we're having <laughs> well if you have any luck man well i guess we'll all know <laughs> right <laughs> maybe not until next year but we'll, we'll definitely know at some yeah. point yeah i'll take care of it man i got it covered sweet man we, we i think everybody down here appreciates you for yeah, that yeah that's what i'm here for man now are you going to charge a fee for that or is it something you're going to do gratis i'm not going to charge a fee but what i will ask is for people to post links to my podcast everywhere and you want to go ahead and tell everybody what the name of your podcast my is podcast is called everything imaginable right on how, how long have you been doing that i've been doing it now for about four months Right on. So uh started late April, early May. Yeah, like right, right now, I, like when, when uh things started shutting down with COVID. Okay, so that was like March when that started shutting down. So, so just in that time frame though. Yeah, it was, well, it was about a month or two after that, I guess. May. I think it was around May. Yeah, I think we started about the same time because I I think my first episode came out May second or third. Yeah, I'm not really sure because I switched providers about ten episodes in, so my I don't have my actual dates. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that happens. I'm, I go through a couple different syndication places at the moment, but you know, they, they do their job, I guess. It'd be easier. I, now looking back at it, it would have been easier just to do it all myself. Not Maybe not easier, but definitely uh, definitely better financially. Right. But. Well, what happened with me is I was on Buzzsprout for a little while, and mm -hmm. um, my episodes were too long, and I was doing too many episodes and they they charge you by like it's like 30 bucks for 12 hours of time on their platform oh, really? it, was, it was just you know ridiculous so then i moved over to Simplecast because uh i get unlimited and for less money because right. most of my out my most of my episodes now run an hour and a half to two hours so right yeah yeah, I'm, I, I generally run yeah about an hour to an hour and a half. So I well an hour to two hours generally. Yeah, depending on the yeah. guest. I, I find people start to open up more usually after about forty five minutes. Right. Yeah, they kind of get comfortable a little bit. Yeah. It almost seems a shame to cut it off at that point. So I've had some guests though that you know it, they just didn't seem to warm up the entire time. It's just yeah, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah. I understand. Sometimes it's just not comfortable. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Some people are just nervous and they don't get past get past that. You know, they can't come out of their shell. Um, but a lot of people, I find, like after about forty five minutes, man, they all of a sudden they just take off. Yeah. Who are uh, Who are some of the the guests that you've had that really stand out for you? Who are some of the more interesting guests you've had? Uh, definitely Lon Milo Duquette, the occultist. Yeah, I just actually said, after we talked the other day, I sent him a message and I'm um, hoping to get a response from him. Yeah, he, he was a great guest. It's probably also my most listened to episode. Um, um, some of my other favorites, which are sort of like regulars for me now, are uh, Rob Shelsky. He's written a ton of books. He's coming out with another one in November on quantum physics. Um, 
uh, Jared Murphy. He wrote a book called um, It's Not Aliens, It's Worse, It's Us. Uh, he's, he's always a good guest. Um, who else have I had? It's been really good. Um, I recently had um, Mark Ireland on my show talking about life after death. I have a whole bunch of life after death episodes coming up. Interesting. So I've had all kinds of cool guests. Yeah, that's awesome. How many shows have you done so far? Do you know? Uh, I think I've published 57. I think I've recorded 68. So awesome. I have some, you know, I have a backlog. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's handy to have. That's one thing that I lack at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when, what, uh, like, what was your reason to start the podcast? Did you have, I mean, were you just bored or like, what, what got you into the idea? Um, that's a good question. I was really starting to feel bummed out because I'm a creative person. You know, I've written a book, Enlightenment Guaranteed, the only book on Zen you'll ever need. And you know, I'm also a musician. I love playing music. And how many play? I play guitar. I um, and I play any type of music. I mean, I started out playing mostly punk and metal. Um, right. But now that I can't play as fast because uh, I'm getting old. Uh, I, I play a lot more blues. So, and what is that? There seems to be a transition to see because I did the same thing. I grew up playing punk and metal, and then, like, what I actually get, like did professionally for a little while was play blues. Like, I toured around with that, and but it just seemed to come later. You know, in my later years, it, I just mellowed out, I guess. And I don't know. But I'm noticing the same thing happen to you and I. I see that with a lot of people. Like a lot of old punk mm-hmm. rockers just kind of end up either playing blues or bluegrass or something of that nature. What do you think that is? Well, you know, there's an old saying, it might sound a little racist, but but some of the bluesmen would say to the to the white kids that are playing rock and roll is if you want to play the blues, first you have to be black. <laughs> and, I don't disagree with and, that. And what that means is like, man, you gotta live. You got you gotta live to struggle for a while, man. And, and right. after you live to struggle, then you can really feel it deep in your soul when you're playing it. It's way more authentic than when you, a kid tries to play it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, you got to. Was it Hank Williams that said you got to smell like smelled a lot of manure to to be able to hit those notes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's my theory. <laughs> I mean, good theory. I'm I'm I can't disagree with it. Honestly, it sounds pretty accurate. I know that it, for me, like I well, yeah, I went through a lot of bullshit personally. But then I think I almost went through more after I really stopped playing professionally than I did while I was playing professionally and before that. So if I really wanted to play the blues, I could definitely do it now. But I'm actually happy now, so maybe it wouldn't work. I don't know. I think that's the one other thing, too, is like I think the blues really come out when you are happy, when you come out of the other side. Because then when you, like now you look back at it and you can appreciate and express that bitter sweetness of the pain. Right. You know? Yeah, that's, yeah. The, the experience, like, like, like when your old lady takes off on you, you know, there's a good side to it, there's a bad side to it, kind of thing. Yeah, it's very duplicitous. So, um, you've had some weird, like we we talked about this when I was a guest on your podcast. We talked, you've had some like cryptozoology guests. What are those guys like, man? Are are you into cryptozoology? You seem to be just from our talk, and I was just wondering, yeah. like, do you? I mean, do you think there's a Bigfoot and like a, a Mothman and whatever other crypto <laughs> cryptids are out there 
Well, I definitely believe there's uh, in Bigfoot. Yes, I'll say Bigfoot. Absolutely, you know, because there's so much evidence. There, there's tracks. Um, there, there's photographs. There's film footage. Um, I mean, but a lot of that could be faked. Collected hair samples and stool samples that have um, unidentified DNA. Um, and, and, and this story has been around way too long to completely dismiss. So I, I do definitely believe in Bigfoot, whether he's a cryptid or something else, I think is debatable. You know, I think there's a lot of theories out there on what a Bigfoot might be. Right. You know, whether it's a, it's a multidimensional thing, uh, whether he's uh, some kind of creature working for aliens or, or whatever. Like in the employ of alien creatures? It's absolutely possible. He could just be coming down here picking up samples. Interesting. You know, comes down, pick a few flowers, and they beam them back up. Interesting. So is the supposition with that 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 he is a in that theory, in that particular theory, that he is a creation of the aliens who is sent as a like a like an ROV of sorts, like a like a collection device? Yeah. Like yeah. He was engineered by the aliens, or do you think that this is a creature that existed and then was offered some sort of like intergalactic <laughs> exchange with 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 the alien beings um, you know it could be either one or a little bit of both that, that you know just like some people say that aliens came here and modified the, the dna of um you know whatever there was neanderthals or right. whatever we were primates even yeah yeah and and, and that pushed evolution forward and the result was humans. Right. Well, okay. Um, speaking of evolution, uh, weird question. Do you, do you believe in God? Um, I do not believe in God in a religious sense, as in like um, an old man with a beard who's right, going right. to judge me when I die. Um, right. I will say for a long time, I did not believe in God. However, I considered myself agnostic. Um, but honestly, I have to say, since I've started this podcast, and I've talked to so many different mystics and, and um, you know, people of just different beliefs. Right. And also with some of the things that have come up in quantum physics, I'm going to, I believe that the universe is made out of some type of consciousness. I believe that we're living in some type of dream. Right. Yeah. So kind of holographic dream. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've, I've looked into that theory and like simulate kind of a simulation theory, you know, we, we won't even go into simulation theory, but just that, yeah, the holographic reality right. and it, yeah, it's some, some interesting stuff, man. There's quite a few people that have got some really, really fascinating ideas about that. And that's like right up my alley because I I'm definitely into mystical experiences and and just touching spirituality in that sense. And I, as far as I, I don't know, man, I I think it's almost irrefutable that there's some sort of force out there. There's some sort of unifying force. Yeah, and I agree. I, I think there's something, but I don't think human beings are smart enough to understand what it is. I, I would agree with that. I think the only thing we're capable of is experiencing it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I think you have to, I think there's no way of really, there's no way to even really convey it with language because it, if you've ever had a mystic, a mystical experience and there, 
they're beyond language. They're, there's no words to describe them. Right. Absolutely. And, and I think anybody who says they know what God is or claims to have um, direct communication with God is lying. Yeah, stay away from that guy. Yeah, it's <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, for sure. So um, have you ever had a mystical experience? Like a quote unquote mystical experience as as would be defined? Mm, interesting question. I, I would have to say drug induced or otherwise. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I I've been on a meditation retreat and you know, um there may have been a split second where you know everything was just chill and imbalanced, sort of. It wasn't like ecstatic though. Mm. Um, but I don't know, honestly. And I, and I think I think that's sort of the same thing as um, with people that say they've you know communicate with God. I think people that 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 say they've had these great mystical experience, I have to question those people, you know. Um right. I, I, I think too, there's probably different levels of mystical experience or different ways of what people perceive. Oh, for sure. So, so there, there can't be one single answer to that question. It's, 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 a, it's a very complicated question, really. Yeah, it, I mean, it really is. That's, there's, not, uh, there's not too many answers for it. I mean, there, there's, in, in that, there's a million answers for it because there, I don't think anyone can really agree because I think it's inherently unique. I think that we're all like inherently divine in a way. And then we all, mm-hmm. can all touch that kind of divinity. So everyone's own archetype of God is going to be the same, but different. If that makes exactly. sense. Exactly. Because each of us are here having a unique experience. The thing, you know, and you have an entire planet of people having individual experiences, but they're going to have one common mystic experience is absurd. Right. Exactly. Yeah, well, I don't know though. You know, then you hear um, you hear about like DMT experiences, and they a lot of them seem to be very in line with each other. Uh, a lot of people seem to have the same experiences, not necessarily the same experiences, but seem to encounter a lot of the same same uh, places. Mm-hmm. Would be a, almost a bad word because it's not necessarily a geographic place, but it all. It also is, according to a lot of people, because they seem to visit a lot of the same areas. They seem to see a lot of the same entities. And there seems to be a, just a, a general consensus in the DMT world that this, is, this place is unique and is static. What do you, what do you think about that? Have you, ever, have you ever done DMT in ayahuasca or smokable form? No, I haven't done either, but I have done a lot of acid and uh, angel dust. Okay. And mushrooms. Right. And... Um, you know, that's, um, like, for example, like when you hang out with your friends and everybody takes acid, right. chances are everybody's going to see trails. For sure. So why wouldn't it be the same with something like DMT? Because it's a, it, they're seeing actual figures. They're seeing actual entities and, and, and what, what appear to be rooms and locations. And, but everybody's and, and brain is being affected the same way. Yeah, but I don't believe everybody has the same brain chemistry. I mean, I, it's definitely a, I mean, it's definitely a tryptamine induced, quote unquote, hallucination. But if everyone's seeing it, you know, what's the? 
I don't know. It, it, it just fascinates me. The whole, the whole idea behind it fascinates me. And I've been, that's why I had a Dick Kahn on the show. I wanted to pick his brain a little bit. Uh-huh. Cause he's had over like 600 experiences, which is quite a few DMT experiences. If you, <laughs> Cause it's nothing, uh, nothing mild. Yeah. I mean, there's probably something to it. I don't know. I haven't experienced it, but, um, like the one thing I really want to try next would be an isolation tank. Right. John Lilly. Yeah. Father of the isolation tank. Yeah. Also fed uh, uh, dolphin's acid. Hmm. How did that work out? Uh, just about as you would imagine. I think it was for <laughs> I think it was for NASA actually. I think NASA employed him to uh do research on dolphins and he uh ended up giving them LSD. Hmm. And uh, you can read all about it. There's plenty of information out there. They actually did a really uh, fun episode of Drunk History about that exact thing. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, you have to check it out. It's probably on YouTube, I'm sure. I would imagine so, anyway. Everything else is. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Alex Jones. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about that guy? Um, He is... See, Alex Jones, he's that right-wing dude, right? Eh, I, I don't know if I'd say right-wing. He's definitely not not left-wing, but he's. I wouldn't know if I would say right-wing. He's just Alex Jones. He's he's a madman, for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know a whole lot about him. I just know that he he does put out like a lot of conspiracy theories. He, he does do that, that, that he is very well known for. And um, if anything, he would be known as the conspiracy guy. Yeah. The thing is, this one of the things that's really changed in my lifetime is conspiracy theories. Like, well, you know, growing up and stuff, you know, or even not so long ago, you know, conspiracy theories were like area 51 Illuminati nine 11, stuff like that. Right. Uh, and, and now there's all kinds of weird conspiracy theories that are just nothing but propaganda. Right. Yeah. There are quite a few of those. Um, what do, you, what do you think about the, speaking of conspiracy theories, what do you think about the uh, flat earth theory? Oh, it's one of my favorites. Oh. The earth absolutely has to be flat. Yeah? Yeah. How, how could it possibly be round? I mean, on a lar- large enough plane, right? I don't know. I mean, I, I've been on a plane and it looked flat. Well, I mean, it's going to look flat. You're, I don't think you're high enough up to... Uh, 30,000 feet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's such a, I mean, but you're not looking out the, the front window of it. I, I mean, who knows, man? I don't know. That's see, I, I just, I can't, I can't get on board with it though. I mean, it, no, I just, I, I never, I've never heard any irrefutable evidence. I, I mean, I mean, just, I mean, we can look at other planets. We can view them for, from earth and they're observably round. And we're, we're the one flat one. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, but we're the center of the universe, man. Oh, right. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> nah, man. I believe it's round. I'm just. <laughs> 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 I figured you probably did it. We're just trolling. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. <laughs> yeah I, I'm going with the Earth being an orb. <laughs> yeah, well, I, w- I would think so. Those people are really really passionate about it though aren't they like the conviction they have yeah you know i i think though they know I, that it's round i think it's like um 
I had a guy I went to high school with threatened to murder me. Really? Because I, I told him that he was bananas for thinking the earth was flat. Bananas. But he didn't kill you. No, no. But just the fact that he would threaten someone over right. over flat earth just made no sense to me. Did, but did he ever attempt it? Uh, no, I don't think he would. No. Well, he was a pussy. <laughs> Uh, well, we won't go into that. We won't go into that. <laughs> Speaking of pussies, do you think people are just inherently good, or do you think that uh, everyone has the capability of evil? Oh yeah, I think um, uh, that old saying, um, you know, human beings are all capable of doing uh, amazingly good things, and we're all capable of doing amazingly bad things too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think that we're, we're animals. I mean, if you get right down to it, we're just animals and they've yeah. got a set list of guidelines, you know, as presented and as such as, you know, like in the Bible, I'm, I'm not a Christian in any way, but, you know, I think people need some sort of structure and rules because without them, I think that they would revert to that animal state and it would just be chaos. See, I think that might be a good thing, though. Um, one thing is, if, if things went to chaos, um, it might correct the gene pool. I can't, I can't argue that. Be, because um, with the social structure that we have, it almost like allows stupid people to rise to the top and smart people to sink to the bottom, you know? It's like almost backwards the way the system is now. So if things were complete anarchy, um, chances, I mean, most likely, I would say the smartest and strongest people are going to be the one to survive, which would actually kind of would renew hope for humanity. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird form of eugenics. <laughs> I mean, do you, do you think that that's that it that's necessary possibly do you think that that's what what we need um i i, I don't honestly i don't think that's what would happen I, I think people naturally come together and try to agree upon things i think that's just part of human nature we're a pack animal yeah we're very tribal so so for, for for complete chaos and complete anarchy, or, or let's just use the word chaos. Um, for complete chaos to happen, I, I don't think that would happen. Um, as far as anarchy goes, my view of anarchy is um, that there's just no central person or entity that's in charge. You know, just have separate groups of people in charge of different things. You know, like have the road guys in charge of roads. Um, have the electric guys in charge of electric and, and have different unions in charge of all these different things, but not have one entity at the top controlling everything. Right. Let everything run autonomously. Right. Right. And it, I mean, essentially that is an anarchist idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it looks good on paper. I think that, when you break people down into into factions like that, like, like you know, say so you've got the electricians here, and then you know, the road workers here, and then then you've got another form of weird tribalism going on, and inherently somebody when you when you separate people by distinction like that, and with by ideologies, in a way, 
then I think what happens is that ideology becomes their personality rather than their personality becoming the ideology. And they end up going, you know, going at each other's throats eventually. I'm not saying there's not, you know, there's going to be a war between plumbers and, 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 and bridge builders, but yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. When you split people up, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense though. It probably wouldn't have to. Right. I mean, who, who could say, I don't know. 2020 has been a weird year. Yeah. Yeah. It has been a little strange, but I'm kind of enjoying it though. Yeah. No, I, I've been enjoying it very much. It's been one of the best years I've had in, in a very long time. It's been a really good year for me, actually. Yeah, this is going to be one to tell the grandkids about. Yeah. You know, sure. when, you, when you're old and you have grandkids, the kids will come to you, Grandpa, tell me about 2020 again. <laughs> right. Buckle up. <laughs> uh, yeah, what was, the, what was the first thing this year? Was it just, uh, when it COVID? I think, is that hit in March? That was the, the first bomb that dropped. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's been a crazy crazy year all around so what what do you what do you do for a living these days what do you first of all what do you do now and what have you done in the past like what kind of jobs have you held i had all kinds of shitty jobs i love it i love it me too let's let's talk about that um like right now i i work at sam's club and uh i actually like my job now honestly um i I work for a third-party vendor i don't actually work for sam's club and we just uh, make fresh squeezed orange juice, and it's actually kind of fun. That's awesome, actually. So yeah, I'm kind of enjoying it. And uh, my previously in New Jersey, I worked for Comcast. Okay. And the cable company. And my job there was at retention. My job was to, I was the guy that tried to talk you out of disconnecting your cable. Oh, awesome! That's so, awesome. so I got I, I basically got paid to lie to people for twelve years. Yeah, sweet, sweet. And I'm, I'm a pretty good liar. Like, I almost sold you on a flat earth thing. Yeah, you, you did. You had me going. And I'm not, I'm not very gullible either. So for you to have hooked me in like that. I know. It's a skill. It is. It is. I, I guess after 12 years of uh, convincing people not to cut off their shitty cable service, you probably got pretty good at it. Yeah. I, I mean, why wouldn't somebody want to pay $300 so they could watch Fox News. Uh, trust me, there's plenty of people out there that would gladly pay more than that to keep their Fox News fix. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> they do. The CNN people love theirs too. I know. I don't. I just don't watch it anymore. I don't watch the news at all. I don't. I barely even look at the news. I didn't even know the hurricane. This other hurricane was about to hit until somebody told me about it a couple of days ago, and I was like, "Huh, I should actually prepare for this one." Hmm. No, I do watch it now. I watch it. I watch local news now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. You know, that's important thing to, to know, like that I can kind of branch off of on that subject is yeah. Keep it local. I find my, myself being much happier when I, when I keep local, like with everything, when I just don't concern myself with what's going on on a, a national or a world scale. If I just kind of, you know, pay attention to what's right in front of me i seem to be happier yeah yeah definitely so you know i watch like the uh the fairhope news fairhope has a, a dedicated news station oh yeah you know, what, what, what are some uh, interesting stories out of fairhope lately 
oh, you know, every once in a while they catch somebody jaywalking. Um, oh. One day it was a guy who jumped off the pier and tried swimming in the bay. Oh, man. What, a, what know, an asshole. Um, there's always drunken disorderlies in town. No. Yeah. In Fairhope, Oh, oh, and it was this 80 year old lady uh-huh. who got a parking ticket. Oh, man. That's an unscrupulous meter maid. <laughs> no, they don't have anything to use No, I know they got uh, news out of Mobile. But, uh, yeah, Mobile and Pensacola. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, the, you got to look out for those old ladies, though. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> well, I'll tell you, they are the worst drivers. <laughs> uh, okay, so you, you said you have uh, – we, when we were talking about uh, DMT and uh, those experiences, you, you mentioned that you had done uh, acid and angel dust. Angel dust just isn't a thing that really was available in the South so much i think i don't think it was just available um oh, you guys missed out man. I, that's what i that's what i've heard i mean but i you know i try to stay pretty far away from the the drugs these days but what was that experience like you said you did it for a few years huh i did it for three months okay okay i i i, I had graduated high school and i went to seaside heights now you might be familiar with seaside heights if you've ever watched a tv show to jersey shore with like snooki and uh i'm i'm the situation i'm aware of it but i like be honest with you i've never actually watched it huh well maybe some of your listeners have well that's seaside heights okay and i went there um the day i graduated i think i went down there and uh I bought a quarter ounce of angel dust. Okay. And the cool thing about angel dust is like, you take like two hits off of it and you're tripping for like 24 hours. Oh, wow. So, so that, that bag lasted me the entire summer. Yeah. I can imagine. So, and, uh, yeah, it was just awesome. (laughs) So are you saying, uh, if you had a, a one out of 10 scale of angel dust, what would you rate angel dust? Oh, 10. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, everybody. I can't back back that, but hey, if, you, if, you, if you're if you looking to try angel dust, I'm not going to tell you not to. Just be be safe. Know the person you're getting, getting it from and do it in a controlled environment. I don't even know if they still make it. I'm sure it's still available. Drugs don't go away, man. They, just, they invent new crazy ones. Yeah, or they just rebranded it under a different name. That's what I'm saying. They just they don't go away, though. So tell me about your, your experiences with uh, LSD. Um, I, I mean, LSD was just sort of the typical LSD trips, trails, a little bit of hallucination. I mean, so you weren't, you weren't taking large amounts of LSD. Obviously. Not necessarily. Well, we, what I used to like to do is I would wake up in the morning, mm. take a hit of LSD and fall back asleep. Oh yeah. That was my favorite way to do it too. And, and then wake up while I know, you know, into the trip. Yeah. That was absolutely my favorite way to do it as well. You know, and that yeah. is, it's a pro tip for everyone out there. <laughs> yeah, it, it, there's really only one way to do it. And that is the way. Yeah. Yeah. Not, it's, it's interesting waking up into it. Yeah. It's, it changes it entirely. Cause you're not, there's none of that anticipation and, and the kind of, you get that, you know, anxiousness, yeah, there's none of that because you just wake up and you're there. Yeah, you're like, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> all right. I, this is what we're doing today. I forgot. <laughs> that's it. You wake up and 
you're tripping and you eat some Wheaties and you go on with your day. <laughs> you know, whatever that might entail, walking around the woods or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever you're going to get into, hanging out in the graveyard, flying a kite. Somebody may pick you up, take you to the ball. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Hop the train, go to New York City, right. hang out in Times Square. Yeah, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. The uh, art museum in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. It's good times. We were talking about this hurricane, man. What are you uh, preparing more for this one than you did the last one? Or you? you... Yes. Yeah, so this time I bought a generator so I don't lose all my food. Did you get it from Sam's Club? I did. Sounds sounds like a... So, so, as soon as they came in, I bought one. Right. Right. You got the inside line on them. Yeah, so I got the generator. That's good. Um, t- today we got some extension cords and power strips. Um, tomorrow I have to get gasoline and oil oh, and get everything ready. Good luck, because uh, from what I heard, they are already starting to run out in some places. Well, Sam's was a madhouse today. Oh, I'm, I can imagine. Yeah, like people, you know. So, you know, I bought a couple more flashlights. Um, I'm really hoping to still have internet because I have a lot of podcasts scheduled, man. Yeah. I hate, I hate losing episodes because of these freaking hurricanes. Yeah. That's the biggest bummer. I don't mind the mass destruction and the homelessness, but don't just, don't mess up my podcasting. Hey man, I feel you on that one. That's exactly what happened to me with the last one. It uh, kind of sent me back for almost a week due to, you know, power outages and just everything else. And it, uh, yeah, really, I, mean, I can't have that. Yeah. It really threw a wrench in my gears. So do you, I mean, do you have, do you have like a, what does it feel like when you, when you don't complete a podcast or when you, when you, when something messes up and when you don't accomplish that goal, what is, what is that? What does that feel like for you? I don't know how it feels, um, how it feels for me. And I just want to see if you're kind of on the same lines with that. I, I kind of get anxious. And then I feel like at some point when I'm able to do it, I have to do like twice as much to make up for it. Right. Right. You almost have to double down on your efforts. Yeah, yeah, because cause the podcast for me, the way I'm doing it, is all about momentum, you know? I, I, I try to put out five to six episodes a week. And, you yeah. know, with, with every episode, I typically increase my listenership. Right. And I'm afraid that if I don't do that, I'm going to start losing listeners. I feel you. You'll start getting numbers like mine. <laughs> yeah, and I can't have that, man. You know, because I am like the king of podcasting. Right, right. You're the top dog. <laughs> but if you're putting out five or six a week, man, that's that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty intense, man. That's a lot of episodes. I I don't put that many out in a month. Yeah, I, I do a lot, man. Because like, like for example, this this week's schedule, I recorded one last night. Uh-huh. Today, I'm a guest on yours. Right. Uh, tomorrow night, I'm recording one. Wednesday, I'm recording three. Oh, wow. Thursday, I have one or two. And I think on Saturday, I have three. Jeez, man. How do you, if I don't get how do you, jacked up by the hurricane? How do you keep that momentum? Um, it's a numbers game, man. You know, um, you know, I'll send out, you know, 100 invites to people and I might get somewhere between 10 to 20 back right i mean where do you find the time um 
I just do it. Like, like when I, I, I come home from work, I hop on my computer, I start sending out invites right. um, and what, or whatever. Then I go to work, I come home, I record an episode before bed, I hop back on the computer, send out more invites. Um, and, and it's been working good. But although I have to say, I'm a little concerned about November. Yeah. Yeah, because so far for November, I only have like two lined up. Oh, wow. And it's already October 5th. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't even book that far out, man. I'm very, very spontaneous, very spur of the moment with it. I mean, some of them I do. You know, um, there's definitely guests that I book a little further out, but I kind of fly by the seat of my pants sometimes, much to my detriment, honestly. I just don't have the time. <laughs> honestly, I, I, I have so much stuff going on otherwise <laughs> that just finding the time to, to even do what I do is, I'm surprised I'm able to do it. And so I'm, I'm absolutely amazed that you're able to do as much as you're doing. It makes me feel like I'm not doing anything at all. It makes me want to redouble my efforts, honestly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you have to, one, you got to kill back on the sleep. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I was doing like four hours, five hours a night, and then I upped it to seven or eight because I needed it. But I, I feel like I might. Yeah. No, 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 no. Well, you got you to gotta compromise then. You got to do like maybe six hours. So five and a half hours. Right. You know, you got you got to sleep less. And when you are sleeping, like with me, when I'm sleeping, I'm still out there promoting my podcast on the astral plane. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I try to do that 100 percent of the time. You know, I, I'm not I'm not gonna let that opportunity slip by either, yeah. even when I'm sleeping. Yeah. So you mentioned your book earlier. Uh, when did you put that out? Uh, I think I. It was about five years ago. Yeah. Uh, what, kind, what have the sales been like? Pretty decent? Or you had a good, actually, you know, don't even worry about the sales. Have you, have you had a good response to it? Um, I mean, it's gotten good reviews. Um, I mean, I do guarantee. It's called Enlightenment Guaranteed. So if somebody does not like the book or does not get in, reach enlightenment after reading it, <laughs> you will get your money back. Hey, that's a pretty good guarantee. So... And the book is only like three ninety nine on Kindle, so that's not bad. You know, and you'll get that three ninety nine back if, if you don't hit enlightenment. Do they, is there a lengthy email process in order to get your three ninety nine back? No, man. You just send an email to Amazon. They take care of it all for me. Oh, so I uh, just uh, send a postcard to Jeff Bezos. Yeah, anyway, I think you'll enjoy that. <laughs> oh yeah me and jeff we're on good terms hey everybody send postcards to jeff bezos <laughs> more, more details on this at the end of the episode yeah and, and, and tell him that um you know they, they put my lip my book on the top of all his lists right what if he just uh what if he just ate the cost and uh what if he gave you half of the three nine like so you get like two dollars so okay he 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 gives you two dollars but he includes your book with every other amazon purchase so randomly like like the lottery every other person who and who knows if it'll be you or not it might be the guy next to you but every other person will get a copy of your book you'll only get two dollars but it's two dollars for everyone so like yeah. and that's every amazon sale so you begin that'd be a lot of money for you it would be I, and it's kind of funny because because the book has ranked pretty high on amazon oh yeah that's awesome for, for for the books in his Zen category. Okay, so I was a little. I'm actually a little surprised sometimes by the success of it because looking back on it now, I, I honestly don't think it's that good of a book. Okay, that's a it's a very honest appraisal to give your own book. 
Yeah, I mean, it's well written because I spent took me six months to write it and about a year to edit it. So it's well written. Um, but as far as content goes, it's, it's lacking. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes that's the rub, huh? But I'm going to be, I'm going to actually try at some point to write three more books. Okay. Um, so, um, do you have like anything plotted out for these books or you just want to write three books? Is that just a goal you've set for yourself? Well, it's kind of both. I do have a plan, you know, it's, it's all sort of based around the podcast, you know, okay. and, and everything that I've learned doing it. Um, like one, one of my books is definitely going to be called is reality real. Um, because one of the things that I've learned from my guests and from really looking into some of these things, reality itself is kind of sketchy, right? You know, so, so that's going to be one. And then another, another volume, I'm going to try to address some of the spiritual aspects of you know what i've learned mm -hmm. and then i want to do another book on ufos and cryptids okay what do you exactly mean by reality is sketchy what do, when you say that what, what do you mean well one everybody perceives it differently i mean there's some things we agree on but but everybody views the world through a different lens and also on the quantum level matter does not exist right it only exists because we are perceiving it. Right. So the only thing that actually exists is consciousness. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Matter is nothing but waveform until observed. So right. you're correct. So, so, so it's definitely not real. You know, we're definitely living in some type of dream. Or simulation. Or simulation. Yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, like I said, I've I've dipped a little bit into the uh, simulation theory, mostly after I spoke DMT a few times, mm -hmm. and uh, reality got a little, little iffy for me. The whole idea of it, I had to take a few steps back from it, both the DMT and the simulation theory, because I think I think either one on their own would be manageable, but you start putting the two together, and it's a a recipe for schizophrenia almost. But not necessarily. See, I I kind of see that differently. I I think it's a recipe for freedom. Possibly. You know, I don't have to take any of this shit seriously because it's not real. Yeah. No. I, I trust me. That was my motto for a long time. Like, none of it matters. It's not real. <laughs> none of it exists. Yeah. It's just bullshit, man. Well, I mean, I mean, the only thing that really matters, I think, is that human beings need to learn how to be fucking good to each other. And good to everything else too. Yeah, just 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 be cool, man. Yeah, I think we've got a big problem with that. And it shouldn't in general. Yeah, and it shouldn't be that hard to do. You wouldn't think it would be. You know, I I mean, maybe if everybody just um, had some pizza or something. <laughs> just um, yeah, the, the classic pizza party. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, you're about to be in a shit like. It's going to be a shitty day at work if you know there's a pizza party involved. <laughs> you get a text message that says manual labor, bring gloves. <laughs> not, and then they follow with not mandatory. Like I would have led with not mandatory. Right. <laughs> not well, I forgot about the, the corporate pizza parties. I was thinking more of I'm Italian, so. We associate everything right, with right. food, yeah, you know. Yeah. I should, yeah, and I, I assume that when when you're talking about the the Jersey Shore, 
And then I thought of your last name. You, you want to tell everyone your last name? Cacciolillo. Yeah. Yeah. It's very Italian. Yes, it is. Very Italian. My, uh, fun, funny story. My, my grandfather on my mother's side was uh, um, an immigrant from Italy. And uh, when, they, when the family moved over, they changed their last name uh, to Brand, B-R-A-N-D. Um, but originally, it was Bonafatagola. So, <laughs> uh, very Italian as well. Awesome. Yeah. So we got but that that wasn't that's not the Nazi grandpa, right? No, no, that's a that's Italian grandpa. He was a he was a <laughs> he was a flight mechanic in World War II. He was pretty awesome. Not, not, not cool. Nazi grandpa was dad's side. <laughs> yeah. He's the one that traumatized you. No, he didn't traumatize me. I just stayed the fuck away from that guy. He's a real piece of shit. I didn't care for him. Yeah. Fuck those Nazis. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I, I don't think that <laughs> I don't think many people are going to question that statement. And if they, oh, I think there's, there's, a, there's a lot of people in Alabama that question that statement. You know that that's funny. I had a my guest last night. His uh, father was a, a white supremacist in Alabama. So that kind of a tie in there. That is not sh- that is not shocking though. I mean, it's not shocking. But you know what? It's what's also not shocking is that the Ku Klux Klan was started in Indiana. So was it? Yeah. I've never been to Indiana. Yeah, me neither. I try to stay away from that part of the, the uh, United States. Is there a city? In nothing, wrong, nothing wrong with that part of the United States. I'm just not familiar with it, and I, I fear what I don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not part. Of, I don't know anything about that part of the country either. I come, you know, up and down the East Coast. That's pretty much it. Yeah. How'd you end up in Fairhope? Um. Well, most of my family passed away. My fa- my wife had some family left. Um, her aunt and uncle live in Monroeville, okay. and then she had another 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 aunt and uncle that live in Holt, Florida. Okay, I'm familiar with Holt. And, and and neither of those places were places I could live. You say neither of them were. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> Fairhope looked like a place I could cope with. Oh man, you didn't like Holt? No. I I mean I do like that. There's a a cool place there called Gators to eat. Mm. You know, there's nothing like some good uh Gator bits, right? Yeah. You know, I'm not a fan. Not a fan of the Gator meat, honestly. No, no, it's not for me. Not for me. It's too catfish. Uh, catfish are okay. I like catfish. Crawfish. I do love crawfish. I haven't even had crawfish yet. Really? Well, you're missing out, man. You definitely need to jump on with that because they are delicious. Hmm. But I guess the gator is just a little too, uh, tastes too much like the water it came out of. They're just, tastes murky and swampy. Like I could taste it. It tastes like the swamp smells. <laughs> Seriously. I can't, can't get, can't get down. I mean, I don't, I don't care what you soak it in. I don't care what you fry it in. It's always going to taste like that. Tastes like swampy asshole, and I'm not going to eat it. I don't like it. <laughs> Even if it's fried and battered? Man, you could fry that shit for three fucking Sundays, and it would still taste like, it'd still taste like Bigfoot's dick. It's just not okay. Yeah, honestly, I haven't tried a gator. Yeah, well, you're not missing. As much as you are missing out on the crawfish, you are not missing out on the gator. I'm just, just here to tell you, just... We'll just go ahead and throw that out there. If you have the opportunity to eat it, don't because it's not that good. 
No, I'm sure. I mean, I, sure I would definitely the, eat the crawfish. I'm sure there's people out there who are like, oh, I love alligator. You just got to cook it right. I, I don't think there's a way to cook it right. I just think it tastes awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's just awful. And I, I, I eat like, pretty much anything, but gator's gross. How about rabbit? Yeah, rabbit's all right. Squirrel? Yeah, squirrel's not bad if you're in a pinch. That's what the original uh, meat in Brunswick stew was. Hmm. See, my mom used to try to make that stuff when my dad hunted. Right. It tasted real gamey and tough. Yeah. Yeah. See, that, that here's where that, that old got to soak it in buttermilk shit comes in because that's uh, apparently a thing. It works. Yeah. You know? I, know, I, I, I grew up hunting with my dad down here. So, you know, lots of, lots of dove, lots of squirrel, rabbit, and deer and all that shit. Frog legs? Yeah. Here and there. Frog legs actually are not terrible, but it's almost like a just a better gator meat. <laughs> yeah, we used to frog legs too. when I was a kid. And they taste swampy too, but not quite as much as gator. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm very passionate about my dislike of, of alligator meat. As you can tell. <laughs> Dude, you called a Bigfoot dick. I did it's what it tastes like, man. <laughs> How do you know what Bigfoot dick tastes I like? Imagine, you don't just imagine think it, it's real. I just imagine it tastes like that. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's the just that's if if I had to guess, it's fucking nasty ass alligator meat. <laughs> that's a bad visual, dude. <laughs> if I had to imagine. <laughs> what do you I think I think that's what you're gonna have to title this episode. What do you think Bigfoot's dick tastes like? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. Kaneka? Like the county or the sausage? The sausage? (laughs) (laughs) It's like Andalusia, Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) That'd probably be more of a skunk ape. See, there we go. Let's put it. See, it's all coming together now. Skunk apes, alligator meat, Bigfoot stick. Yeah. Andalusia. (laughs) <laughs> I'm putting it all, all together like uh, what was his name uh, John Nash yep. he had a beautiful mind I'm, I'm putting it all together over here <laughs> push pins and strings everywhere John Nash is from my hometown is he? Princeton yeah that's amazing yeah we see him walking around all the time that's awesome John Nash that's a weird reference <laughs> it is it's obscure I don't know if a lot of people are going to pick up on that one. The, if you've ever seen the movie A Beautiful Mind, it was about John Nash. Yeah. That's interesting. So you'd see him walking around, huh? Yeah. Just minding yeah. business hanging out, being yeah. John Nash. Another interesting thing is my mom worked for Einstein. Really? Yes. In what capacity? She used to split atoms at Princeton University. Oh, wow. And, and measure the... Um, the energy that was released from them. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. How long How long did, we, did she work there? Uh, I think she was there for maybe 10 years. Really? I, I was little when she worked there. Okay. Yeah, so you don't probably remember too much about that, but that, that's super cool. No. That's fascinating. Yeah. Like Einstein had passed away before I think I was born right. or the year I was born, but my mom still continued to work there. Okay working on that same project. Interesting. Interesting. 
Einstein. Okay. That's that's I can't believe that came up. <laughs> that's crazy. That's super <laughs> cool though, man. That's super neat. That's a weird bit of trivia. Yeah. Mm. So what are you what are your plans uh for the rest of the evening? But you gonna hang out? Uh get ready for the hurricane? Um, I'm probably not gonna do any more hurricane prep for today. Uh probably after this I will probably start trolling for podcast guests. That's always a thing to do. I need to do more of that. Because I don't think I do it near enough of it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much, I probably spend three to four hours a day on that. Yeah, that's that's a lot, for sure. It's dedication, man. Yeah, for sure, it is, it is. Uh, speaking of dedication and just as as practice, uh, you said, you know, your, your book is Enlightenment Guaranteed, and it, it's, it's basically about Zen. What got you into Zen meditation? Well, it wasn't Zen to begin with. What happened okay. was um, I've always been a person that kind of considered myself well-read. Uh-huh. And one day I said, you know what? I've never read a book by the Dalai Lama. So I bought this book called How to See Yourself as You Really Are. And I, I read it, and it blew my mind. Like I Right away, I just connected with it. Right. And I said, man, I have to, I have to try this shit. And uh, – I got on the internet and I, I found the Buddhist nun that lived um, down a road from me uh-huh. and she ran a meditation group and I started meditating with them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and it's just something that just clicked for me right away. You know, I said, Oh my God, it, it's everything they're say, that everything that he said in that book is true. You know, right. um, as soon as I learned how to disconnect myself from my thoughts my entire perception of reality just totally changed. My whole life changed because I was no longer completely attached to myself. And um, and then after that, you know, like, there was a lot of Buddhists where I lived, and I would just go around and meditate with all these different groups. There was like these guys from Sri Lanka. I'd hang out with them. Um, it was all types of different groups. And uh, then my work schedule changed, and I had to go to this other group find a group at night like the only time i was off was like sunday nights and i found a zen group and that's how i started meditating with the zen dudes awesome that's rad man and like when when, how old were you when when you started doing that um let's see i don't know maybe 38 okay Sometimes I forget how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, I have to write it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny, man. Yeah, I, I have that problem myself. I'm like, how old am I? <laughs> I got to take out my driver's license and start doing math. <laughs> Calculator. <laughs> how old am I again? <laughs> I only remember how old I am because it's a, it's a 2020, and so next year will be 2021, which means I will be 40. So yeah, getting old, man, getting old. You are, ma'am. Everyone is. Yep. Everyone is exactly. I mean, I exactly as much older now as I am. 40, man. Like you're definitely like halfway through. Oh, for sure. Maybe more. Yeah. 
at least halfway. I don't know. I don't know. That's, uh, I'm pretty tenacious. I could cling on to like 94 and be completely incontinent, just a pain in the ass, old piece of shit. I'd be, I could be a lot of trouble for somebody when I'm like 95. <laughs> but I mean, if you have less time ahead of you than you two behind you, you got to get going on that podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I need to get cranking on it. He said, I just, you know, <laughs> I work so much and, I've got a lovely girlfriend that I, I need to you know, spend a decent amount of time with. And I've got other things going on, man. Ironing a lot of fires. Ironing a lot of fires. <laughs> I do need to get on with it, man. I should. And I, I had this kind of thought the other day. I was like, I need to be more just dedicated to it. I need to set certain hours for it. And within that framework of hours, do like, okay, so here's two hours. And then just dedicate that to nothing but sending emails and then spend another two hours doing whatever else I need to do for the podcast. Or, or like I split it up, man. Like I get up early in the morning. I spend about an hour and a half in the morning. Right. And then I spend maybe like another hour and a half at night. Okay. So, I mean, that's three hours total. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's it. It's, pretty, it's that easy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got to get on it. I've been, I've been slacking on it, but you know, like I said, I got, I got work and then I get off work and I go to the gym. And then by the time I get done with that, man, it's already like six o'clock, five, you know, five thirty, six o'clock. Yeah, I just got to put more time in. Yeah. yeah, rededicate myself a little bit. Yeah, or or like at the gym, just do a harder workout and get it done quicker. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I I work out pretty hard. I just work out for an extensive amount of time. Hmm. I put the work in, bud. <laughs> gotta gotta do it. I do too, man. That's why I got like this eight pack. Nice, nice. I bet that was fucking pop like popular on the Jersey Shore. Oh yeah. 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 It's still popular with the wife. Oh, I'm as soon bad. as I as soon as I take off my shirt, she is all over me. Yeah. 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 That's good, man. That's a that's a healthy relationship, in my opinion. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm just a fat blob. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah, man, you're killing me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you mean you don't you don't go you don't go pump iron after work, Gary? No, no, I don't. Why not? But my job's actually pretty physical, man. I'm lifting oranges all day. Like individually or like by by the bag? By the case. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean I guess the case probably weighs about thirty pounds. Yeah, yeah. I mean at least yeah, yeah a, case, a case of oranges. And I do a lot of walking. Like I keep track of all that shit on my eye watch, you know. Oh yeah, and I hit my goals. Oh, that's cool. You know. Yeah, I don't. I try. I did the uh, the pedometer thing for a while, and on my phone, just a step counter. I did that for a minute, and you know, I was I was walking a pretty good amount just at work. Just at work, I was walk probably walking like six miles a day. That was a healthy amount. Yeah, it's good. You know, no, nothing will kill you faster than a desk job. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I like physical labor. Like when I worked at Comcast, uh, almost, almost somebody dropped almost daily at that place. No shit. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was just surrounded by death. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, yeah. unless you're into that. No, it was awful watching all these people die. Yeah. Sometimes they were young too. Yeah, man. Just that, you know, being sedentary like that has such a drastic effect on your health. You really yeah. need some sort of physical activity, or you're just gonna wither. Yep, it's the worst thing you could do. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, and you see so many people like obesity is just such a problem in the country. Like people are just so sedentary in general. I don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You know, it's, it's, a, it's much easier to do nothing than it is to get up and go, you know, for a walk or ride a bike or work out or whatever, you know, whatever form of exercise you're trying to do or want to do. Mm-hmm. It is much easier to not do it, but you know, at what cost? Yeah. And you also have to break the McDonald's habit. Yeah, absolutely. Diet is a huge thing. Eat real, especially food. just eat real, food. especially here in the South, man. People love their junk food. Oh yeah. I mean, I think that's everywhere, but I, I empirically, all I know is the South, you know? So yeah, yeah you're, you're right. They do. People, yeah, people like I never, garbage. like up, up, up North, there's not a line at McDonald's. that's a drive through. Yeah. But down here, if I want to go through the drive through, I'm looking at a half hour wait. Is it really that bad over there? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And even at work, man, all I see are these like fat people riding around in those little carts. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, that's a popular thing down in the South. <laughs> I assume that's everywhere, though. I assume those people are everywhere. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Like I said, you know, it's just, it's easier. It's easier to ride in the cart than walk, right? I don't know. I, I don't even know how to use those stupid carts. I mean, they, they can't be too complicated. Well, I mean, you have to steer it. I'm, I mean, that's given. I don't think I don't think they have autopilot or anything. I mean, I guess it can't be much worse than driving a car. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. More- I'm, not that, I'm not that good with a car either, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's why i drive a jeep so if i hit shit it doesn't really matter hey there you go uh, <laughs> i don't even have to stay on the road <laughs> that probably comes handy in the, the hurricanes too huh oh yeah it's awesome i could drive through all that shit awesome you gotta you gotta winch on it and shit no i don't have a winch oh uh, why not they're expensive yeah and i don't and, and down here, like I haven't even found any place to get, or anybody to go off roading with. So, oh, they're they're out there, man. They're everywhere. Hmm. There's plenty of places too. You're in the uh, you're in the deep south. I mean, in New Jersey, it was a big thing. Well, it's a big thing down here too. You just gotta, you know, know the right rednecks. Oh, maybe I just don't fit into that crowd here. Well, uh, you, you for sure probably don't, because you're a carpetbagger. Yeah, mm. I think I think that's the this term is still in play down here. I'm not sure. I don't really use it myself, but <laughs> I hear it. Ban- what exactly is a carpet packer? <laughs> you Yankees? I, I never heard of that one yet. They must use that one behind my back. They've called me Yankee, ah. but I've never been called carpet packer. Didn't you mention you you didn't get hired at some places because you were? Oh yeah, yeah. I had people just say, "Well, we don't hire Yankees." And the South rose again on that very day. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? I never played with the fucking Yankees. I'm a Phillies fan. <laughs> oh shit. What were you, what was the job? Uh cleaning pools. Oh, huh. Do they think Yankees just didn't know how to clean swimming pools, or do you think it was like just a uh, an an old war wound? 
I think it was the old war wound. <laughs> Very old. <laughs> Maybe like three generations ago. Maybe about 160 years ago or so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that is that is a long-standing resentment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially over some, you know, like dead people's baggage. Yeah. Somebody should write that. It's somebody's got to get these people down here to sit down and do a four step on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, have you, have you started working on any of these books yet? We, you gotta, you, when, when, when you putting these out, we come anytime soon. Well, you gotta get on it, man. Yeah. 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 I, I might have one done by next week, by next week. Yeah. I haven't started it yet. Okay. Well, but Are I'm you thinking really hard on it. I think you can put it up. I'm thinking on um on Wednesday, um in between those three podcasts I'm recording, <laughs> <laughs> I can crank down that ball. Yeah, just, just yeah, pump it out, man. Just, if you had that, if you had that Elon Musk Neuralink, you could get it done. No time, because you gotta be productive. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know. Of course. What else is there but productivity? That's that's what gives life meaning. Absolutely. If I'm not creating something, I'm breaking something. Yeah, for sure. So I, I got I have to stay busy. That that's me, man. I'm, that's why I stay as busy as I do. The only the only time I'm not busy is when I'm meditating. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Same here. And I need to do that tonight for sure. I I didn't last night, and I regretted it this morning. Hmm. I, I don't do it too much at night, but in the morning I do, like when I wake up. See, that's normally, I normally sit in, in the morning and at night, but I missed, yeah. I missed last night. So, But you did it this morning. Yeah, yeah, but I still feel like I got to catch up. I feel like I missed out on something. Oh, you missed out on nothing. <laughs> well, you can't have, yeah, nothing is something. Something is nothing. That's true. Nothing is something, something is nothing. Who knows? Someone knows for sure. Somebody does. <laughs> it is not me. It's not me. If somebody says they do know, I'm not going to believe them. If somebody says they do know, you need to have them on your podcast. I've had people that say they know, and they've been on my podcast. And I definitely have one who says he knows that's going to be on my podcast. Oh, that's fun. I saw, I saw you have one, one episode where you got hijacked by a life coach. Oh yeah, you want to talk about that one? Uh, that I just I didn't I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I just yeah. saw, I saw the title and I was like, that sounds amazing. Yeah, and I, I I don't know. It was kind of funny because he, he actually sent me a copy of his book too. Hmm. But but I think he sent that out before I put out the episode. Um, but yeah, I, I he, he he said he was a quantum physicist, hmm. and he turned out to be a life coach. Oh wow. It happens. Gotta be careful with the life coaches, man. Yeah, yeah. They'll say they'll say anything to get on the podcast. They're like lizard people, kind of. Yeah, uh, it, it's like a. Um, you think they operate at high levels of government? No, I I think they operate like um, what are those things called? Like an MLN M, the multi, you know, like a pyramid scheme. Oh, okay, like Amway. Yeah, yeah, that's how they operate. Just you know, have you mapped this out? Hmm? Have you mapped out the pyramid? Have you have you like? 
did I do any cartography on on the the framework of this pyramid? No, no. That'd be a, that'd be a good project. Mm-hmm. That could fill some of your time. It could, like it could. Maybe after the second podcast, and before <laughs> you write the first four chapters of the book. Yeah, I could do that. I could definitely squeeze that in. <laughs> you know, it'll get back to me when you when you have that. Yeah, yeah, and I was also thinking about writing a couple of songs that day too. I, yeah, I'd save that for tomorrow. I'd save that for the next day. Yeah, I mean, no, you don't want. No, I, 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 you don't want to go. I break. can get it all in on the same day. Look, man, that's a, I think your eyes are bigger than your. Pl- <laughs> <laughs> along, uh, along with um, you know, um, maybe making a Zen garden in the backyard. <laughs> you haven't made your Zen garden yet. I have not. I've been waiting until. I've been waiting for the cooler weather. You didn't get the memo. They sent it. They no. sent it out to everyone. It, it was too freaking hot this summer. That was the actually how they led the memo. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely going to be like a comedy episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it, it's a little funny. I think I, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the format of this episode. Actually, I think it's I think it's great. I think I need, yeah. I need to do more <laughs> like this. <laughs> it's inspiring on a whole new level. It is. Uh, well, I appreciate you being a part of it. You uh, thank you. You want, to, you want to tell people how they can find your podcast and find you and find your book and all that stuff. Sure, man. Like my podcast is called Everything Imaginable, a podcast for curious minds. It's on every pod- podcast platform you could think of. Um, or you can get to it through my website, which is uh, www.everythingimaginable2020.com. Definitely don't forget that 2020 part. Right. Um, the book is on Amazon. It is called Enlightenment Guaranteed, the only book on Zen you'll ever need. And if you don't reach enlightenment, you'll get your money back. Or Jeff Bezos gets $2. No, you'll get your money back. Don't worry. I take care of Jeff, man. That's awesome. I got Jeff under my thumb. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody needs to you know? put him in check. Yeah. I'll, I'll deal with him between podcast two and three. <laughs> I think you're spreading yourself too thin, man. <laughs> no, I got it covered, man. Somebody's got to, somebody's got to, uh, got to manage the world. <laughs> well, good luck with that. <laughs> well, certainly the guy that's supposed to be in charge is doing a good job. Hey, for sure that too. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say something funny, but it's just not even, that's not even funny anymore. <laughs> say it, man. No, I mean, it's just like the whole situation is just not even funny anymore. No. Uh, it, it it gets more and more ridiculous. Oh no, it's super ridiculous. It's just not. I don't know. It, it it's funny because it's so ridiculous. The absurdity is funny. Like like when I woke up today at one morning and found out a specific person had COVID, mm. I couldn't stop laughing that morning. <laughs> <laughs> just, it, it was just dying. I thought it was hysterical, but then I. But then I figured it out. Hmm. I figured out that it was it was just all fake. He, he this person made it up. Do you think? 
I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You think it's like, yeah. Yeah. I thought about that. Yeah. I think the whole thing was a total sham um, to win votes. Possibly. Was it was just another campaign <laughs> um, publicity stunt. I mean, but is there, is there any proof that said person does not actually have it? No. 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 I, I, see, I, haven't, I haven't really been paying attention. Have you had it? No, I haven't. Hmm. I had it, I think, in January. Really? Yeah. Yeah. How, how was that for you? It sucked. Yeah, that's what I hear. My, uh, my guest last night actually had it. Yeah, I had like 104 fever. I puked for the first day. Yeah. It took me about two weeks. Yeah, I heard it was a, it was like a really bad flu. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds pretty terrible. Yeah, but at least I got it over with. Now I'm immune to it. So, yeah. Long, long as I can get back to my cod podcasting responsibilities. Right. record and mountains to climb and yeah, exactly. Bigfoots to find and would it be Bigfoots or big feet? I think it would be squatches. Squatches is that that that's mm-hmm. the, the that would be the technical term. Okay, I wasn't sure. I don't yeah. my my squatch nomenclature is not is not on point. So you don't believe in Bigfoot? I just have my nah nah man. I I don't. Hmm. I mean, you know, you were saying that you know, there's it goes, you know, and it does go back in history pretty far. How uh, do you know exactly how far back sightings of not necessarily Bigfoot, but like you know, like uh, Native peoples recorded? Things of that nature. Because I know, I know native on this continent yeah. or all continents. Well, I mean both. I mean, I, I guess you probably know some of the numbers, huh? I, I mean, I would probably say about three thousand years. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, uh, where, where did these uh, where did these stories originate? Well, they're all from. I mean, I mean, the sightings of, of Bigfoot are all around the world. But right. I think, in same thing here in North America, you know, every tribe has their own different legends of the same creature. Right. Yeah. So, so it's like everywhere, basically. Yeah. I mean, up through Canada, all the way down to Florida. Yeah. Yeah, he, he gets around. Well, it's because like Elvis species. Do you, do you think? Well, do you think it's the same species? <clears throat> well, what do you? Think? You know, it could be like, like, like. I guess like, like dogs are all a species of dog, but there's different breeds, right? So I think it would be like that because it's probably, you know how like different breeds do better in different climates, right? I would have to assume that it would have to be the same thing with squatches. Yeah, but all dogs came from wolves. Right, but but they they, they they bred and evolved to adapt to different circumstances. Because and some did better in certain areas, and some didn't do better. Like long-haired dogs do better in Alaska. But I believe that was due to human intervention. So, without human intervention, would there there would wouldn't be different breeds of squatch? Right, but who says there was an alien intervention on the squatches? That's true. That's true. I mean, come on, man. There's alien intervention everywhere. Is there? 
I mean, do we know that? Oh yeah, yeah. I got sources, man. Oh yeah. Have you ever listened to my podcast? Yeah, yeah. I have. I haven't listened to every episode though. I haven't got that deep. I've listened to like four or five of them. Oh, you're just skimming the surface. I know, I know. Where where, where do yeah. I find the time in between wow. podcast two and three? It's <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Gary, thanks for being on the show, man. It's a good time. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, good luck with the hurricane, man. I hope you all farewell. You too, man. 1,000 thanks again to Gary for being on the show. I'll have his contact info in the liner notes of the episode on dharmajunkiepodcast.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show if you like it. And if you have any um, problem with it, I don't know, send me an email. Uh, I've got a contact on my website. If you want to be on the show, send me an email. Let's talk. Anyway, thank you for listening. Namaste. Everybody's invited. Every bloody was frightened.